Hello and welcome to the crazy world of Absolute Bedlam podcast. My name is Ben and I interview people from all around the world, from all walks of life, about interesting topics such as being an actor, musician, personal trainer, video game developer, you name it, I've probably had a chat with them. So my main background is music but I'm looking to get basically anyone from YouTube, Twitch, you name it, put them in touch with me and I'll have a chat, like I say. Um, Recently done a flurry of veteran episodes, so if you want to check that out, that's a slightly different thing called Tales from the Trenches with my friend and editor, John Belfield. But enough of that, I'm here to just introduce the episodes and just say, if anyone wants to help me out by donating to Kofi, which is a donation service which is available at www.kofi, which is ko-fi.com forward slash Absolute Bedlam Podcast. If you go to that website, you'll be able to donate a minimum of £3 to me. You can donate what you want and you can also set recurring payments, but I don't, you know, if you want to, then that's fair enough. But, you know, just do what you can, if you can, that sort of thing. Um, donations really, really help me out because this takes a lot of time and it takes a lot of effort and it takes a lot of energy, especially when I'm sorting out US people to podcast with and interview, etc. So every little helps really, really genuinely. It means I can really put some time into this and really like make it as good as I can possibly get. Um, I'm currently on the lookout for a webcam, as I've mentioned several times now, um, and that's a £70 product. So all of the donations that come from this Ko-Fi, Ko-Fi, will go towards that £70 webcam. Um, I don't like asking people for money, but if you're enjoying the episodes, say you've listened to more than two or three episodes the whole way through and you're enjoying it and you like what you hear, then a donation would massively be appreciated. Um, right, I'm going to stop waffling and I'm going to let you enjoy the episode. But yeah, cheers guys, keep it bedlam, and I'll speak to you all soon. Take care, bye. Hello, hope you enjoyed that episode. Just got an ad read from a new sponsor called Set Surf. So, Set Surf is a small British company passionate about mineral sunscreen and natural skin protection. Our range of sunscreens and creams are designed to protect your skin naturally without harsh chemicals which harm coral reefs and aquatic life. So, if anyone knows me in real life, they'll know that I'm from a seaside town, and one of the most important things when you go to the beach, and probably anywhere in the world really, to be fair, is sun cream. And we all know how much of an absolute disaster it can be when you go to the beach without sun cream. So I want to make sure that people are using the right sun cream, and not the rubbish, cheap alternatives from many many supermarkets (laughs) i won't call any out um but yeah this is how set surf is different from all that cheap nasty stuff that will just about get the job done so it's 100 percent mineral we don't use any harsh or weird chemicals to reach spf 50 they just use zinc oxide and titanium dioxide which makes them perfect for sensitive skin and all of your kids it's reef safe because we Use no chemicals which harm coral reefs and aquatic life at all. Our sunscreens are genuinely reef safe. They're also non-nano, 
we use non-nano sized particles which don't sink into the deeper layers of your skin like you get with some chemical sunscreens. It rubs in virtually clear, so set sunscreen rubs in very well without leaving any chalky marks or residue on your skin and they are also very, very water resistant. Lastly, they are packed with good stuff. They contain Kalahari melon oil, argan oil and aloe vera to nourish and moisturise your skin. If you shop the range at www.setsurf.com, use the code BEDLAM20 to get 20% off any of the products on their website. So that's www.setsurf.com and use the code BEDLAM20 to get 20% off of anything on their website. Right, another ad read coming right up. See you later. All right, we're back from our little forced break from Zoom. Um, best gig you've ever played has been expertly answered. So I now want to go dark and I want to know the worst gig you've ever played and I don't want you to hold back. Oh, mate. <laughs> oh. I think for me personally, we... Um... I hate making mistakes. Like it's always been a trait of mine. I hate, even though we're human beings and we're destined to make mistakes, I hate making, I hate making them. Um, and for a Halloween show, uh, yeah, last October, obviously we dressed up and um, I dressed as an aubergine. Okay. Which turned out to be very restrictive. Yeah. And uh, not easy to manoeuvre. Um, so when I sit down, the, like, the, the, all I just see is like a sea of purple all over my snare, for starters. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm, tr- I'm trying to like get up and get my costume off my snare drum whilst trying to do my parts. And yeah, man, I think uh, for me personally, I would have to say, the Halloween show we played because I was a bit all over the place. I've got just got this thing like this, so I had to like move my actual neck to see. You know, it was, it was yeah, it was it was horrible. Nice. It wasn't a good choice of costume, but it, it was a laugh. But that was my yeah. fault. I like to think that's all right. I like to think of this podcast as an educational session. So, if anyone is wondering what to drum as. Don't drum as a fucking aubergine. <laughs> and yeah, sorry, Sam. Over to you, mate. No, I, that was important. That that's <laughs> I, that should that was actually a government-sponsored message right there. Um, <laughs> no, all I was going to say was: Has there ever been any gigs where you've kind of come off stage and you've kind of all looked at each other, going, "What the hell was up with everyone?" You know, we've absolutely. Ju- it's like you guys have played with the same heart and passion and you know skill that you do every night it's the Mm. same show that you've done the night before which everyone loved Mm. and you've gone out you've done it again and you've just got nothing back have you ever come off stage and gone yeah it wasn't us it was them of course like i'll be lying to say you know some nights we've walked off got you know frustrated for sure like 
you know, we travel here, there and everywhere. And, you know, we rehearse, we write, we record, like we, we've all thought, you know, we've, we put an awful lot into Temple. <clears throat> so, you know, it's, it, you know, it's gut wrenching at times when it doesn't go our way, but life isn't meant to be to go all our way all the time. Do you know what I mean? And it's, it's just about going right onto the next. Yeah. I think sometimes when you're given that moment to reflect, it can backfire. Whereas if you're just cycling through, like when you're on tour, like I don't know what it was when I was young on like Kerrang magazine and stuff. I'd always see tour schedules as like show, show, day off, day off, show, show, day off. And now it's like show, 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 day off, show. And it's changed because I think that's where the money is now. If I'm looking at music from a crude perspective of monetized. Um, but yeah, you, you don't really have time sometimes to register the reaction, even if it's good. You know, you're just in yeah, that flow state. Do you know what I mean? <clears throat> yeah. yeah, it's a very high-paced environment. You know, there's, there's no there's no faffing about. Yeah. You know, you, you turn up when you load in. When, you, when you're on, you're on to a sound check. That's yeah. if we get a sound check. Then there's a line check underneath that. Yeah, yeah. Which is not ideal. Um. And then sometimes, you know, there's there's nights where I'm like, can I have this in my monitor and this and that? And then we start playing and it's just not there. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's, it's you have to be on the ball um, and you have to be, you know, with the last gig we played was in a brewery with six colossal canisters. Um, and the, the, the noise was just like, I've not, I've not experienced you know it was it was on my birthday it was a great gig but we when you're you know we're not a quiet band yeah and it's just ricocheting off <laughs> left right and center you know it was it was it was it was difficult at times it was challenging but you, you mm. just got you just have to adapt mm. and do your best I really want to Google six colossal canisters and see if that's a gent band because that just sounds so perfect, doesn't it? <laughs> it's at the absolute least, it's an album name, isn't it? Brilliant. <laughs> I'll, I'll put that forward. Yeah, yeah. I, I was going to say, if you don't, I think Ben and I have a mutual friend yeah, who yeah. 100% you know, write a song around that. So <laughs> the only problem with me and Sam doing a band is we both play bass. <laughs> so we'd just be constantly talking to each other through four strings or five strings. The journey yeah. of the low end. That's yeah. it, yeah. Love it. <laughs> right, so this is probably one of the most important questions. It's a kind of new question that I want to ask music people. When you are loading in, it is quite time. You feel like you're kind of just waiting around. When you're waiting around, is there anything that you do that you'd class as a ritual? And what's your go-to place to eat before a show or after a show? Or a ritual would be we just chat absolute nonsense. Yep. Like whenever we're together, it's just <laughs> um, I mean, it makes my day most of the time, but yeah. we do chat absolute shit. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's probably our ritual, I think. Um, 
eating wise, Zach's vegan. Um, and I'm, I try and make a conscious effort because uh, I'm dairy intolerant. Mm. So it, I try and like Zach's definitely opened my eyes and made me more aware of, you know, the, what's the words I'm trying to, you know, the, the uh, complications of eating meat and how many of us eat it and due to the, the demand, you know, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, so it's finding a place where we can all eat and enjoy it, which is not necessarily easy. So, yeah. Um, however, there was this phenomenal vegan fast food place in Amsterdam. And I was literally, I couldn't tell you the name. I couldn't tell you where it was, but it was mighty fine. Yeah. You wouldn't believe, you wouldn't believe it was vegan. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Be up for giving that a go. So you mentioned Amsterdam then. Have you got to go transatlantic with the band a couple of times now? Um, So when I joined um, Muno, they were due to go on a European tour, which I wasn't physically or mentally ready for. So I said, look, I'll drive you guys around. Alfie, the old drummer, um, who's a fantastic drummer, he said, look, I'll I'll stay and perform these shows and then that'll be my my way of saying goodbye. So I drove around Europe, um, Belgium, Germany, France. Um, I'm just trying to think of other, obviously Holland. Um, I think that's pretty much, sorry if I've missed anything. Yeah, that's just the top of my head, but yeah, that was... Yeah, Amsterdam was was ridiculous. Yeah, fair enough. Awesome. More of them coming soon, hopefully. Now that COVID's finally uh, allowed us to go outside again. Yeah, man, we're fortunate because our label Lockjaw Records. Um, I mean, they did have two reps that um, are based in Belgium. Um, and well, one's left, but we're still in a hot. A third of the label is based in Belgium, so um, that could, you know, be positive in a way of us being able to go out there and and what have you, yeah, perform in in Europe. Awesome. Without being too political, because we won't we, let's not go down that. Um, yeah, please. Here. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be a rabbit hole and a half. Yeah. yeah. Um, will Brexit affect how? bands like yourself can play shows abroad you know what kind of i mean obviously when like say it's it's not like you were hiring a minibus and then you had a trailer with all your gear on it's you chris driving the band around europe um what what kind of it's hard enough for bands like you guys what what's it going to be like now um or have you not even tried thinking about that well, that seeing as our government completely disregarded in the deal about bands and um, musicians trying to grow uh, their sounds, their fan base, where you know the, the places they've performed, I think that they're just completely what they were thinking in terms, you know, that the revenue the music industry brings. Mm 
in within the UK and then just saying I'm not making a deal with the, the EU about us traveling there and to be honest like I think it's it's answering your questions what you said last is I just try not to think about it mate because it's just depressing yeah fair enough because it's it, they've made it virtually impossible for us yeah that's a shame oh dear it's already hard enough like you say I can't think of anything worse than going on tour and then someone breaks into your van like you're literally stealing from the the not the poorest that's not the right word but people that are already out on a limb do you know what I mean mate I'll be like Liam Neeson and taking the bath and (laughs) (laughs) I mean let's put let's put this in perspective you know it's all right, there were other reasons behind it, but last year, um, I know what Chris was doing for a living. Um, he was painting my mum's bedroom, you know, and this is a guy who is also then working with a band on on songs, you know, I don't know if they were recording at that point or what have you, but, you know, that's, I think that's the reality for a lot of musicians out there, isn't it? And, you know, I'm not speaking as a musician who ever got, anywhere or it's probably an insult to even describe me as a musician but which I wouldn't um but when you're having to do jobs like everyday jobs and then like you were saying before you've got jobs you've got school you've got a band it's 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 a lot isn't it and it's not surprising that you know um you know bands just sometimes don't make it and it makes you wonder what bands have the world missed out on um, because there's so many hurdles in the way. Yeah, totally agree, totally. man. I look at the Rolling Stones and I would go, "How? How have you done that?" Yeah, yeah. It's the longevity behind it as well. Of it's not just a one album deal. It's this is actually our entire lives. Like, yeah, and you read stories of Charlie Watts punching, yeah, yeah. <laughs> punching Keith Richards in the face and stuff yeah, like yeah. that, or. You know, yeah, I wouldn't dream about doing that to my bandmates. <laughs> you know, it's yeah, like, yeah. It's... yeah, I get that. It's mental. I kind of feel like this is now a podcast about Sam's mum's. Was it bedroom? Yeah. Is this why you've come on, Sam? Is you want to have a go at Chris? And no, say you did a shit <laughs> job. No, no, he he and his dad did an outstanding job, and I would go. recommend him um, every day of the week. Shout um, out! It, it's it's more testament to the fact of the um, um, my mum was moving into the bigger bedroom in her own house uh, that she'd been kept out of for years by my youngest brother, um, who was at university and not using it. So you know, what's he playing at? Um, and he'd obviously left it in such a disgusting state with um, horrible green uh, walls and everything um, that, you know, we had to get the professionals in to sort it out. So, um, yeah. Nice. Just looking to see if checkertrade.com have an Instagram because I'm going to ping them a message after this to see if they'll <laughs> sponsor me. Yeah, they do have an Instagram and it's got a blue tick. So, you know, it's real. There we go. There we go. I thought we were about to watch an intervention live or some shit (laughs) cool right this is a very very open-ended vague question but i think chris is up to the job 
when you are in a band and when you are so passionate about your hobby and potentially turning your hobby into a full-time thing, what keeps you going? Uh, family, pretty much. You know, I wouldn't be here. You know, we can link this to over your head in a minute, but, you know, I've, I've been... I've been in and out with my mental health since I, I was 10 years old. Yeah. So um, obviously as an, an autistic child who was constantly um, picked on, not only by fellow peers, but of actual teachers as well, I was a very angry kid. Mm. Um, and music gave me an outlet which was safe um linking back to when my dad was like how have you you know how have you managed to listen you know listen to Slipknot and all these mentally like heavy bands and I I literally simply said to him because it, it it basically was a life form of how I'm feeling how I'm you know it's made it's it's it makes me feel I'm comforted because I'm not the only person on this planet who feels this, that, that same way. Um, and that's just an absolute dream of mine. If, if Temple, Temple Corrupted is based around mental health as well, which I feel is completely neglected top, topic everywhere, really. Um, you know, if, we, if, I could, if, if our music can help other people, like music has helped my help that's what keeps me going mate basically that's love what that. love that um you know we'll yeah. you know we all have shit days um and it's trying to weather the storm really and know yeah. that it will it has to get better because <laughs> what, what other way is it can you look yeah. at it yeah no, that's really cool that's a really cool answer it's quite a hard can question I, yeah of course I just yeah. clarify something for anyone that's watching this on youtube as well when chris was describing the troubles he had as a child and being picked up by teachers and how he was an angry child um and going into you know burying his soul really um if you looked at my little cube i was having a bit of a smile and a giggle to myself mainly because when i first met chris he was playing football with my youngest brother um and that angry kid came out on the football pitch i'm i i you don't see many people sent off in under 13s or under 14s, but I'm pretty sure I saw him <laughs> sent off once or twice. Fantastic. And it's, um, yeah, that, that just kind of came home. And I dare say, you know, I know, I know Max will listen to this back because if he doesn't, you know, what's wrong with him again? Mm, um, yeah. But um, yeah, he, he would be, and anyone that played with Chris would be able to vouch that. I'm pretty sure I've got an image now. I don't know why. I think you just booted someone once. I can't remember why. I think you just literally. You're Shaftesbury. And, yeah, there we go. And you were something. He just went um, and just. Yeah. <laughs> I, did, I didn't just, go for him. It just, I completely misread it. And the, <laughs> the ambulance came out and gave him oxygen. I was like, Jesus Christ. Nice. Um, uh, there we go. 
So you alluded to it earlier, Chris. Let's uh, promote your clothing company. So what was that all about and what made you want to proceed with that rather than just have a dream about it and say, oh, that would be nice one day? Um, so before I went to Bournemouth College to do the, the, the diploma, I was with White Stuff in Dorch. I don't know if you guys have shopped there before. Yeah, it's yeah, a cool... Yeah. It's a yeah. cool clothing brand. It's different. And when I joined, I really liked the company values. And as, as we all three of us know, doesn't last forever until corporate people take over and, you know, profits, profits, profits. And then before you know it, you know, it's all, all yeah. the good stuff about that company is gone. Yeah. Um, I've always liked clothes and I've always wanted to eventually own my own my own brand i've always been into fashion um <clears throat> but as i mentioned earlier about when i finished uni um i was suicidal um and got to a place where i just was desperate to die it was a very horrible situation to be in mm. um and so i came home after and you know, my, my family looked after me and because I was very unwell. Um, and I reached out to the NHS and said, look, really need some support here. Because I growing up here, I was supported by CAMS. Yeah. Um, but unfortunately, the, the way it looks like, as soon as you reach 18, they're kind of just like, right, you're on your own. Mm. Good luck. Um so I had to wait 18 months to see a clinical psychologist, which is mind boggling for me anyway. You know, like mm, I, I, was, I was at that line where I was so ready to just, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. and that and the fact that, the, you know, there was no, there was no urgency. There was no, kind of made me feel worse in a way, um, especially when I've worked for the NHS myself. Yeah um yeah it was a, yeah it was a very and i just thought you know what how about if we can make a clothing brand you know you, you have your lacoste your fred perry's your dolce and cabana's your marnie's but what do they actually do mm. apart from profit margins um and you know I, so i wanted to do something that was me meaningful where people could be proud of wearing but actually making a difference at the same time nice yeah starts with the values and don't lose sight of those values and as you scale up your operation still have those values or add more don't remove them and just say fuck it we're capital of this scum now <laughs> do you know what i mean it shouldn't be this difficult man like we want to make money no shit but it shouldn't take us segment out it should should all rise up at the same time do you know what i mean but yeah i'm sorry to hear that mate i'm a bit uh bit shocked by that no yeah. mate it's, it's not got nothing to be sorry for like, i'm very open i'm not afraid to talk about it because i think it's a conversation that needs to happen between everyone yeah because you know we've, we've got all this going on with ukraine at the moment which is depressing mm-hmm. um we have the hikes of literally everything Yep. 
electricity, gas. These are little segments in life that which can tip someone over the edge. Yep. And it's been very important that, or well, Jack and I, because my Jack's my little brother, and uh, we started this business together, and he's he's suffered with his mental health too. Mm. But we're trying to create a culture where people can, you know, the darker the better, man. If we can talk to each other, you know, the NHS is completely overwhelmed. Absolutely. Samaritans are getting 70,000 calls a week, which is roughly a quarter of a million a month, mate, of people calling them up. Um, You know, and suicides was a bigger killer than Omicron, Mm. but that wasn't in the news. Mm. Um, And there's this, there's, I don't, it's just, I'm so frustrated because like, there's this thing with mental health that like if you talk about it or it, it, like it's, it's almost like people seeing that a week, mate. Yeah, yeah. Some of the strongest people I know have been suffering with mental health for donkey, you know, for donkey's years. Yeah. I'm so sick of, of it being this same old, like hearing people going, yeah, I've gone, I've, I've, I've gone for help, but I've been given an eight month waiting list. Yeah, Where, yeah. Where's the good in that? Mm. But you can go to a gym that's open 24 hours and you can work out whenever you want. Yeah. It's a tricky one, isn't it? Mental health is one of those um, things at the moment, which I've got to kind of argue with myself here. Everyone talks about it, but no one talks about it. Mm. So in the way that, you know, you listen to everything and everyone will say, you know, mental health is important mental health mental, da, 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 da. but that's as far as it goes people just say mental health is important unless you see um firsthand you know what people like chris have had to go through you know and like you said everyone's had um you know hard times everyone reacts to things differently um so it's it yeah it's so important and you're right the nhs is just being you know they can't win to be honest, can they? No, because on one hand, blitzed, one hand, you've got waiting lists, like you say, which is right. It's true. It's factual. Waiting lists are ridiculous. Um, and you, you know, you do worry about what gets missed. Um, but at the same time, you look at it from the NHS's point of view, they don't want that, do they? You know, you know, I mean, I know for a fact that Dorset County Hospital had 11 ambulances queuing outside the other night. You know, you have paramedics who I've been told um, from a very, very good source um, will spend a whole shift, 12 hour shift, sat in an ambulance waiting to go into hospital with someone. And you just think, you know, that's not what they're paid to do. Yeah. You know, and all right. Yeah, it's not what they're paid to do, whatever. But that sounds a bit crass in the way I've said that, but it's you know, their job is to go and help people. Mm. You know, that's, that's what they do. Um, they find it difficult to do that. You know, all, all everything that revolves around people, um, you know, needing to go and help other people seems to be the area of society that gets the least yeah. support almost. And it's, it's bizarre in a way. It, it really is because, you know, ev- everyone suffers with their mental health. Absolutely everyone. You yeah. know, if you're feeling a bit down in the dumps, yeah, that's your mental health. 
you know, what do you do? You have a coping coping mechanism to make yourself feel better. Yeah. You know, sometimes you have to search a bit harder, obviously, um, you yeah. know, to find that mechanism or, or find what it is that, that makes you feel better. And, I th- you know, thank God, Chris, you obviously were able to grab onto something. I mean, if, if I can ask, what was it for you that, you know, stopped you from, from taking that final step? I couldn't do it to my fiance, who I love very, very dearly. I couldn't do it to my parents. Um, I think it's what keep what keeps me here is uh, what gives me purpose. Is that you know I, I was I grew up thinking I was an alien because mental health is not even talked about in schools, but we have PE lessons. Um, so I grew up feeling like I was uh, I was different from everybody else. That I was I was a freak. I was a you know all these different things, and I've come too far now. I'm not gonna chuck in the towel now. I've come to, I've come you know I'll, I'll, I'll being totally honest. Growing growing up, I didn't expect to live past 18 so I literally just planned my life up until 18 yeah so when I went past it I'm like oh Christ like yeah, what yeah. now <laughs> like, I mean it's that's deep and whatever you but it's, it's reality yeah um and now I'm sat here talking to you you two about my band's EP that's getting you know which we're all been completely um, knocked back by the by the response, and you know if I can do it, anyone can. Mm. You know, um, just because people who you know there might be people listening to this who just completely just do not know what life is. They don't have a pur- they feel they don't have a purpose, or um, they don't have a direction in 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 life. But mm. I can promise you, it is not forever. Yeah, no, that's a very good point. I mean, I think I'm, you know, sorry, Ben, I'm just going to touch again. It's fine. Um, I think showing, you know, Chris's strength of character, you know, I'm going to share this story. I mean, my father passed away oh, five and a half years ago now. Um, and I can remember at his funeral, Chris was there. You know, Chris had known my family for a number of years. He was a very good friend of my brother, knew my dad because my dad worked with his football team. And I was having a chat to him, you know, how's, how's life going? Da, 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 da. And it, it basically transpired that Chris told me that he'd literally found out that my dad had passed away like days, if not a day before the funeral. And then got himself to our little tiny corner of Dorset from Brighton, you know, to be there for, for my brother, for my family. Um, and then he, um, he made the ultimate sacrifice um, when he said, yeah, I'll do something for charity with, with my youngest brother. Um, yeah, they had the old um, waxing downstairs on the older gentleman parts all for charity so you know that's um nice you know all, all jokes aside you know here's someone who at that time in his life was probably 
in a fairly low situation, um, yet he's still um, turning himself around and saying, right now, this isn't about me. This is about my, you know, my mate. And this is about his family, you know, and I'm going to drive that, you know, three, three and a half hours, whatever it is from Brighton to, to Dorset to be there for them. And then what? Yeah, I'll, go, I'll get waxed where it's really painful. Yeah, go for it. Why not? It's all for a good cause. So, you know, that's, that's testament to, to <laughs> the man that we're, we're talking to really. There so, we go. Yeah. Absolutely. If you want a story about turning something negative into a positive, it seems to be a recurring theme on Absolute Bedroom now. But uh, yeah, we're glad you're here, mate, because it's not easy talking about stuff like that. Um, right, I'm just going to wrap up because we've got seven minutes left because Zoom's kicking off again. So, Chris, just for the record, what is your band called? El Muno. And what is your latest release? Our latest release is Temple Corrupted. You can nice. virtually stream it everywhere. It's on YouTube. Go check it out. Yeah. Um, and what's your clothing company called? Over Your Head. Over your uh, we head. started 2020. Um, we're raising, well, we're donating 10% of profits to the Samaritans and Mental Health Foundation and just trying to make a difference and change mental health as we know it love it do you have a website for over your head yeah it's www.oyhofficial.com awesome um, yeah fantastic and it's currently just a website are you planning to get it in shops um just a website for now we're just gonna you know jack and i've got a lot going on yeah 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 so we're just building it nice and steady and see where it you know where it yeah where it heads yep not too much at once um any bands that you want to give a shout out to that you've toured with admire want to play with in the future um i recently saw the hyena kill mm. who were really really cool check those guys out um Fox Jaw. If you haven't heard of Fox Jaw, then you need to listen to them. And Death Goals. I, I would recommend checking them free out. Nice. Um, have you got anything left, Sam, to talk about? Because we're going to go with a meal deal question. <laughs> Who? Who and the yes. hell am I to get in the way of the meal deal question? Yes, Benjamin? I did. I did just say that sentence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Very heavy episode, but hopefully the uh, the meal deal choice can uh, round it off. So Sam, not Sam. Sam, you've had your chance. All right, mate. You're not invited to this party anymore. Okay. All right, Chris. You're on tour. You're somewhere that you need to quickly scoff some food down your throat. You're at Tesco's, Sainsbury's, the co-op, Morrison's, you name it. Snack, drink, and sandwich. What is your go-to meal deal? Uh, drink has to be Oasis, hands down. Because uh, with my IBS, I hate having fizzy drinks. So sorry if that's too much information, but there you go. It's all right. Uh... I'll probably go for the Thai sweet chili walkers. They're pretty, they're pretty banging. 
Hell yeah. Um, I think I'll have to... I think I'm going to have to go to Tesco's because I think there's not a, a, a go-to vegan-wise at the moment for me and meal deal, but I think if I had to go normally, I'd say a honey and mustard chicken pasta. Yeah, yeah. To... Staying true to your original answer when we had a pre meeting about this i like it <laughs> consistent <laughs> awesome um just quickly off the back of this before i forget there's a band that i watch on twitch quite a lot called city of sounds and they are looking for a bristol booking agent so if anyone that listens to this can shoot me a dm on instagram or email me at absolutebetthanpodcast at gmail.com. That would be massively appreciated because they've booked up the northern half of the UK, but they need to find some booking agents in Bristol. So hit me up if you know anything like that, because I am well out of the loop of stuff like that. And um, yeah, that's pretty much all I needed to plug on this episode. So keep it Bedlam. And any parting words, gentlemen? After you, Sam. Now, Ben, thank you for having me. Um, no worries, you've been great. Chris, good to talk to you, buddy. Um, I hope to uh, see you again soon and hopefully um, share a beer with you in London like we did last time. There we go. With Not less rain. <laughs> so keep it El Muno, keep it over your head, and most importantly, keep it Bedlam. See you later. Cheers, guys. Hello guys, got a new ad read for you from a company called Optimus U. Um, So they are a fitness and sportswear company. Um, They are an excellent example of how fitness and sportswear should be achieved. They are going towards the fully sustainable route, which I am well behind planting a tree and all that sort of stuff for every purchase. So I've got this to read out. I've got Optimus U. We are much more than just a sportswear brand. We are a community full of fighters for 100% of the people, absolutely zero discrimination, and only using the very, very best quality in organic, sustainable materials made ethically here in Europe. Whether you're taking your dog for a walk or hitting that new personal best in the gym, let us help you along your journey and letting you become the most optimus version of yourself. Recently got these on board because I think that Luke from Optimus U is a fantastic example of a leader, and lockdown has helped him create and develop this amazing brand. Um, And they are incredibly involved, they're incredibly inclusive, like I say, and I cannot recommend them enough. So give them a go at optimusu.co.uk if you use my code which is bedlam10 bedlam10 you'll get 10% off your order and I I just I think they're fantastic Um, they haven't put a foot wrong truly absolutely awesome company Um, I've recently been given a shirt and hoodie from them and I will be ordering some more stuff from them very very soon so shout out to optimusu right Back to the episode. Cheers, guys. Bye. Archie Soul Male Grooming. My main sponsor for Absolute Bedlam Podcast 
I have been with Archie Soul since I think April last year and it's been such a good experience for me to go a bit back and forth with Mark um, give him some ideas he gives me some ideas for the podcast in return and it's a really nice relationship that I have with him I'm very very grateful to um, get loads and loads of free samples from him and help grow his uh, company at the same time so it's a nice little natural thing that we're doing I've got some notes here two seconds so Archie Soul Men was created to bring some of the finest men's grooming products from around the world to the men of the UK. Not male models, not Instagram filters, just the everyday bloke. We do not sell ordinary, we sell outstanding products made by craftsmen who care and these products really do work. Products that will make you feel great at work and at play clean and fresh with every use so archiesoul.com is their website free shipping orders over 25 pounds get free shipping no quibble 30 days return guaranteed all dispatch from the uk and an array of excellent five-star customer reviews on their website for you to have a look at if you want us based products archiesoul does the rest right here from the uk let them do the heavy lifting for you Code Bedlam2022 will get you 20% off your total order, except for leather bags and razors. Some of the products include Duke Cannon, Anthony, Walton Wood Farm, Ace High, Darwin's Grooming. Just absolutely incredible products, incredible companies. Just check them out. They're incredible, like I say. <laughs> I've said it three times. Beard oil, shower gel, deodorant, wallets, beard combs, notepads, leather bags, anything you want for all the males out there to feel a little bit more special. No plastic, no problem, just a cardboard box for the goodies and environmentally friendly packaging for all of the safe transit. The shipping, like I've mentioned before, is incredible. I order stuff on Tuesday and I get it on Thursday. You can't ask for more than that, really. Uh, their website is on Shopify. So it's got all the latest payment options available. So yeah, look good, feel great. Archie Soul, male grooming. Right, enjoy the episode and see you later.